0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah.
1: good morning welcome to worship this morning I am Kristen Rice I'm one of our members and I serve as a chaplain at Attic Angel Pastor Andy is on vacation yay so we pray for them on their travels that they uh, get some rest and rejuvenation and we continue just to be as we are Um, A couple quick notes. Um, Our dear, beloved sister, Darlene Radel, passed away on the 16th. Her service will be here on Tuesday the 28th at 11 a.m. with luncheon to follow. And there is a visitation tomorrow night, Monday, at Gunderson East from 4 to 7. Um, So we uh, gather and hold them in our thoughts and our prayers as we grieve and celebrate her life. There's all kinds of other things printed. Um, welcome, everybody who's joining us um, from home or through Facebook or YouTube. Um, you can find all of those things on our website as well, tlcmsn.org. Are there other announcements, things I may not be aware of? Which could be a lot of things. Okay. With that, I invite us to prepare our hearts and minds for worship with our prelude. Thank you. Please stand as you are able, and face the font. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, whose steadfast love endures forever. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not followed your path, but have chosen our own way. Instead of putting others before ourselves, we long to take the best seats at the table. When met by those in need, we have too often passed by on the other side. Set us again on the path of life. Save us from ourselves and free us to love our neighbors. Amen. Hear the good news. God does not deal with us according to our sins, but delights in granting pardon and mercy. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. You are free to love as God loves. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Loving God, in the womb of mercy we find our true home. You provide for all creation, safe nests for the birds, a warm den for the fox. Guide your church to work so all might find shelter in both body and spirit. We pray in the name of the one who relinquished home for the restoration of the world, Jesus our Savior. Amen. You may be seated.
2: First reading comes from the first chapter of kings chapter 19 Then the Lord said to Elijah Go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus When you arrive you shall anoint Hazael king over Aram Also you shall anoint Jehu son of Nimshi as king over Israel And you shall anoint Elisha son of Shaphat of Abel Emeloha, as prophet in your place. So he set out from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, who was plowing. There were twelve yoke of oxen ahead of him, and he was with the twelfth. Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle over him. He left the oxen, ran after Elijah, and said, Let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Then Elijah said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? He returned from following him, took the yoke of oxen, and slaughtered them. Using the equipment from the oxen, he boiled their flesh and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he set out and followed Elijah and became his servant. Word of God, word of life.
0: Oh,
3: also shout
2: Galatians, chapter 5. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious, fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you as I warned you before. Those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Word of God, word of life.
1: Gospel according to Luke, the ninth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When the days drew near for Jesus to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him, but they did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man... Has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Well, it's been a rough couple of days, and I may have been feeling a little punchy as I was preparing this message, so... It may be a little controversial for me to say, but I've been thinking about butts. I said it, yep. Butts. B U T S. Butts. I've been thinking about them because they show up a lot in our gospel reading. And I admit I went down a little bit of an ADHD rabbit hole thinking about butts, but bear with me. Dive, dive with me. For any of you who are grammar nerds, you may already know this. But is a conjunction. And I don't know any uh, Schoolhouse Rock fans hear conjunction. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Yes. Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. But is a conjunction. And it's specifically... I learned this, a coordinating conjunction. It is used, there are six of them, their, their acronym is FANBOYS, for, and, but, or yet, so, that connect things that are grammatically equal. Okay, so kind of get that image in your head, grammatically equal. For example, I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm short, but I'm healthy. Yeah. This is from the Gospel of Alanis Morissette, circa 1995. I said I went through a rabbit hole, this, this is my brain. <laughs> because we see a lot of buts in our Gospel, and even in our first reading, even a little bit in our reading from Paul, there are a lot of buts going on. On their way to Jerusalem, Jesus sent messengers ahead. But they did not welcome him. And the disciples whined and said, But Jesus, we need to rain down fire on their heads. And Jesus replies, But disciples, nonviolence is the better course. Let them be. We'll keep going. Grammatically equal in their phrasing, but clearly not equal reactions. In that way, nonviolence, I think, is always the better choice. Then they meet someone who says, I want to follow you, Jesus, without any sort of uh, conditions. And Jesus says, you can follow, but it is going to be hard. Do you not see how unwelcoming some places will be? Again, kind of grammatically equal language, but not equal values. Following Jesus and discipleship is not going to be comfortable. And there may be some losses. And then Jesus says to two others, follow me. And their response is, okay, I'll follow, but first. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. This is the beginning of what we call the Lucan travel narrative. The next 10 chapters are Jesus on the journey toward Jerusalem. It's a full third of the Gospel of Luke is this journey, this focus to get to Jerusalem, this focus to the cross. Jesus is not really interested in a but-first journey. Which is then also why it's interesting that we encounter these folks and their response to the invitation to follow me. So Luke is writing to a community that are early Christians, so they are a mix of people who are Gentiles, people who are not Jewish, a mix of people who are Greek. But it's still kind of an early kind of branch off the Jewish tree. So we still have a lot of responding to Abrahamic law and Abrahamic faith. And it's not so distinguishable yet. We're still still learning. So it's interesting that the response to the invitation of buts first are really, I think, reflecting the commandment to honor thy father and mother. I will follow you, Jesus, but first I need to bury my father. I need to honor my parents. I will follow you, Jesus, but I need to say farewell to my loved ones. I need to honor my parents. Or even further, I need to honor my relationships, because I don't need to sever them or kill them. I will follow, but first. Following Jesus is not, as it turns out, a coordinating conjunction where you have kind of equal options no matter where you are. There is no equal to following Jesus. Especially the Jesus who is facing Jerusalem, who is getting ready to do the thing that we're still trying to understand. Jesus is facing the cross. He is embracing the cross and what is to come for the sake of the world. Jesus' commitment to this, to follow what God has foretold for him, is stronger than their butts. Jesus is a single-minded focus of the purpose prompted by God's profound love for humanity and all of the world. And I'll thank theologian David Lowes for that phraseology. I'll say it again. Jesus is a single-minded focus of the purpose prompted by God's profound love for humanity and all the world. Jesus is simply not interested in all of our butts. And when we look through the lens of God's sacrificial love, we might just see that when we are reading scripture and hearing the stories of Jesus walking among us, we see Jesus in the flesh, we look at Jesus' earthly ministry, but we can't yet quite see the profound love of God that is permeating and changing everything, including our friendships, including our relationships with our families, including our practices of piety, and even what it means to be disciples. And so maybe we too need to rearrange our views a little bit, to see what happens when we try to understand Jesus' journey that we are embarking on with him, as one of profound love and sacrifice, and not one that brings sword and anger and fighting. Jesus' journey is for our sake, and for the sake of the whole world. In fact, it may even seem a little countercultural to proclaim Jesus and follow Jesus with profound acts of love. love that welcomes and affirms all bodies and genders and sexualities, profound love that uplifts full human dignity, maybe even access to health care for all people without distinction. Our faith can be countercultural when we proclaim Jesus and follow Jesus with acts of love that say, God loves you. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Thank you. I venture that if we too spend time examining our faith and our stories, the way we have been transformed by Jesus and our journey with Jesus, we won't see all the buts, all the conditions. When we look for those conditions, we are being kept from living fully and our butts keep us transfixed on here and now rather than with Jesus in this single focus of profound love and sacrifice for the sake of the world. So we can leave our butts behind because the love and kingdom of God is so much wider, more expansive, and more inclusive when the reign of God is overwhelmingly present. And we can follow Jesus through the ways that help us shake the dust off our feet when we are rejected. We can follow Jesus as we keep our eyes on the cross, and even further to the tomb that death can't even contain. We can follow Jesus into that hope that comes from the resurrection and new life, even when the cloud and shadow of despair and loss try to overwhelm us. Because God in Christ into new life every single day, and God hasn't stopped doing that for us yet. Because in God, there are no buts. We can leave our buts behind us, and that, I think, is a conjunction worth hooking up to. Amen.
4: God of faithfulness, set the face of your church firmly on you, rooted in your self-giving love. May the church find freedom in loving our neighbors. God of grace, God of gentleness, strengthen the earth's ability to heal. Where there are dangerous storms, bring calm. Where there are destructive fires, bring rain. Protect the homes, habitats, and livelihoods threatened by climate disasters. Bring aid to those affected by earthquake in Afghanistan. God of grace, God of peace, guide all who govern that they place the good of their citizens above self promotion. Anoint leaders of nations with your spirit of neighborly love. Protect refugees and all who live under tyranny or conflict, especially the people of Ethiopia and Ukraine. God of grace,
0: to those struggling with addiction, depression, or uncontrolled anger. Provide support. Here are prayers for Jackie, Mary,
5: Denia, Bonnie, and those we name now,
0: aloud or silently.
5: Let us pray. God of abundance, you have set before us a plentiful harvest. As we feast on your goodness, strengthen us to labor in your field and equip us to bear fruit for the good of all. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts.
0: We lift
1: them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God.
5: It is right to give thanks and praise.
1: It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life, God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, you have brought us this far along the way. In times of bitterness, you did not abandon us, but guided us into the path of love and light. In every age, you sent prophets to make known your loving will for all humanity. The cry of the poor has become your own cry. Our hunger and thirst for justice is your own desire. In the fullness of time, you sent your chosen servant to preach good news to the afflicted, to break bread with the outcast and despised, and to ransom those in bondage, to prejudice and sin. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. He gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this. For the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, he gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink from this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Christ Christ has died. Christ Christ is risen. Christ will come come again. Remembering, therefore, his death and resurrection, we await the day when Jesus shall return to free all the earth from the bonds of slavery and death. Come, Lord Jesus, and let the church say amen. amen. Amen send your holy spirit our advocate to fill the hearts of all who share this bread and cup with courage and wisdom to pursue love and justice in all the world come spirit of freedom and let the church say amen amen Amen. join our prayers and praise with your prophets and martyrs of every age that rejoicing in the hope of the resurrection we might live in the freedom and hope of your son through him with him in him and the unity of the holy spirit all glory and honor is yours almighty god now and forever Amen. amen gathered into one by the holy spirit let us pray as jesus taught us our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. All are welcome to feast at this table, for this is Christ's table, and all are welcome if you are worshiping with us in the sanctuary, the ushers will direct you to the, uh, to the aisles where you can take a communion cup and come to the rail where you will receive bread and wine. If you need gluten-free, those are options are there as well, um, as is grape juice, I believe. If you are communing with us elsewhere, now is a great time to gather your staple food and festive drink. For Christ is with us wherever we are, calling us together in this meal. In Christ's presence, there is fullness of joy. Come to the banquet. Thank you. Please stand as you are able. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen, keep, and unite us now and forever. Amen.
5: Let us pray. Life giving God, through this meal you have bandaged our wounds and fed us with your mercy. Now send us forth to live for others, both friend and stranger. That all may come to know your love. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: The God of peace, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you, comfort you, and show you the path of life this day and always. Amen.
5: The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is to proclaim and celebrate the love of Jesus Christ, to live live as God's servants in the world, and to be a caring and healing community. Go in peace, love your neighbor. Thanks be to God.
0: Thank you.